Good afternoon, ballers. Welcome to the 60th episode of The Step Back. Your host, Leon Tonkins, my main man, Jacob Moses, here to you this Saturday afternoon because Friday night was a disaster for our team. So, we're, you know, we're here to talk about it. Um, you know, we're in the playoff basketball, right in the heat of things. Crowds are back, acting wild. Uh, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, how you feeling, brother? I'm good, man. Just hanging in there after watching that, uh, whatever performance you want to call it. But I'm doing well. Hope you're doing well down there. And ready to talk some playoff basketball. By the way, if your team aren't, you know, your team isn't in it. <laughs> I'm going to say about that one. <laughs> <You're gigs>. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was a rainy day this Saturday. Uh, it was raining all Memorial Day weekend, but uh, Atlanta was raining threes last night as they took a two take a two one series lead. Game one was nice for the Knicks. Game two, no game game one Atlanta game one. won on the yep. uh, Trey Young mm-hmm. floater. Game two, uh, you know uh, Knicks take that one, and game three last night. We're still looking for Julius Randle. We'll to put him on a milk carton. <laughs> right now. Right now. Uh, man, that guy is just – love him. But pressure, you know, burst pipes. Uh, and it's showing him and RJ. It's not helping at all. I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, he he got to get it together. He, he can't – we understand most improved player. It means nothing in the playoffs now because – you do it. You're kind of reverting back. You're going. They're double teaming you on your left. You're still trying to go to your left. You're jumping up in the air, not knowing what. The, listen, if you're going to jump, shoot the ball. I'd rather you shoot the ball, brick it, call it a day. But don't go up in the air and try to find somebody in the corner. The guys are open. You just gotta have the vision. It has to be there. You know, you gotta see it coming. Gotta visualize it. Know where your guys are, because usually it's either gonna be two people in the corner. It's usually gonna be either Barrett. Or Bullock, or usually because Bullock is usually top of the key or in that corner. It's going to be two guys. Mm-hmm. Usually somebody's going to be open. You got to find it. But yeah, that was a lackluster performance. Uh, rotations on defense were terrible. So many open threes. You knew it was, you just saw it coming. Huh? Don Collins hitting shots. Herder hitting shots. Bognanovic hitting shots. I mean, Gallinari, four from four from three. He was killing it. It was all day, everybody. Defense is it's terrible. Rotations were terrible. Everything was just bad. And, and, and that's the thing. We, we knew this 4-5 matchup, very evenly matched somewhat, but Atlanta has a lot more offensive firepower. And, you know, we said from the beginning, stopping Trey Young was the key, and they still haven't found an answer for that. I, I like the fact that they stopped starting Peyton. They went to Rose. They got to make uh, uh, Trey Young play some defense. But, you know, uh, the problem with Randall, I think they're starting him in, in, the, wrong, in the wrong spot on the floor because mm-hmm. if he's starting at the top of the key, everybody knows he's going left. Mm-hmm. Spin move. And he's looking for, like you said, one of the guys in the corner, Bullock, Burks, or Quickly. And Capella's just sitting in the paint waiting for that playing center field waiting for him to come. Mm-hmm. And once he gets up in the air – the defense is already two steps ahead of him. 
post is done. You're pretty much done. And it irritates the hell out of me because every time, stop. You can't take anybody off the dribble. That's the one thing I don't like about his game. You're not a guy that can take anybody off the dribble. Maybe Gallinari, but I think I can take him off the dribble. Um, but that's the only person you can take off the dribble. Everybody else, John Collins, you know, you got all adequate defenders on that starting five, except for, like I said, Gallinari when you start. Even Bogdanovic isn't that bad, but all ad- all adequate defensive guys, figure it out. But you just, oh, we break them down with seven seconds left on the clock, you're screwed. You got to get your offense going quicker than that, and they're not doing it. And also, I don't, you know, I praise Tiz a lot, but get Frank in the game. You got to have your best defender somewhere. And that's one of your best perimeter shooters this year. He got to come in. I, I don't know. It, we're not the, we're turning into the New York the Bulls, okay? <laughs> this Gibson and Gibson and Rose. Yeah, Rose, whatever, you know, you have to start him with Gibson. This is when I kept saying Mitch was going to be big. Because all these, a lot of these lobs, they wouldn't happen. These folders getting into the lane, not scared. I mean, Noel's holding it down, but, you know, Mitch is a little bit more athletic. And he can get to the, a, a good portion of those. And maybe it's a different story getting into the lane, but they just get whatever they want everywhere. And the game shouldn't even been that close yesterday at the end. Yeah, like game one, Atlanta missed a lot of open threes. That's I, I think that's why they were uh, so f- for, uh, into it, but those open threes, they, they knocked down last night. They're picking, the Knicks' pick-and-roll defense has been god-awful. God. It, Capella is just... That was my one of my keys to the Hawks winning this series, too, was Clint Capella. He's going to beat you on an offensive board. He's going to get you on lobs, and nobody can really touch him. He's doing whatever he wants. And yeah, he's good, but he ain't that damn good. Like, what a Dude is looking like Shaq out there. Man, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and, and like Bogdanovich, they, they saw you saw it late. He was able to pick mm-hmm. up whatever he wanted. Gallinari starting to knock down open threes. Mm-hmm. The, the trick is Trey Young now finding himself going to the free throw line. You know. Is the crowd really playing a factor into where uh, the Knicks and the Hawks this series is going? Because game the difference between game one and two was was evident, and now the difference between game two and game three, where they go down to Atlanta and every the Knicks wanted all the smoke. Mm-hmm. Well, they they got it. So they did. I, I don't honestly. I don't think. Crowd really have anything to do with it. It's just the players playing like crap, <laughs> to be honest. Because they, how many turnovers did you see? 28 points off of turnovers, that's a problem. I mean, just uh, they couldn't catch the ball in the right places, dribbling a ball up their foot, and just a lot of missed opportunities, a lot of missed open shots. I mean, it, could, it definitely could have won either way. Like game one, could have took that game because they were up seven going into that fourth quarter. Yeah, Noel getting, hurt. Noel getting hurt didn't, didn't really help him. Didn't help. And then, of course, you know, game one, to the took. Of course, we took game two. Game three, the Hawks just came. They, they were going to come out strong regardless for their home crowd. The crowd was live, you know, and they did what they had to do. But other than that, they, they got to do some soul searching. RJ, he got to 
he's trying to get to the rack. You know, he's, he's doing his damnedest, but, you know, with Capella there, because he's really good at collapsing on guys when they come there. And this is where the IQ comes from. you got to be able to see that, know what they're doing, and you got to make them actually get out and defend the perimeter because they know what you're going to do. I mean, because they, they pretty much turned into an interior team. Right. And, and we mentioned the crowd and MSG was rocking. You got Spike Lee on camera every five damn seconds. Um, but game two, they spitting on Trey Young. Mm-hmm. I mean, these fans have been acting a fool lately. You know, finally come back in the arena. I mean, you're chanting, we want Brooklyn. That's a whole other story before you even get to Atlanta. But, yeah. you know, with disrespect towards the players, what you make of the whole situation between the, the fans spitting on yeah. Trey Young and now he's getting yeah, right. banned for life? Yeah, I mean, he deserved that. Granted, um, I like Trey Young. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's just when you play, play my team, I ain't going to like him. You just fuck yeah. Trey Young. Absolutely. But you don't spit on the dude. That's so. I'm sorry. You you don't – I don't care. You can – I don't care how much you pay for your seats, 10000 whatever. You you cheer, boo, yeah, do whatever you got to do. Curse his ass out. Absolutely. But once you start doing some wild stuff, like spitting on somebody, you do, you do not deserve to go. Just watch it. Watch it from your TV. Because, and then throwing popcorn on people. I'm like, are you serious? I mean, maybe Ron Artest had a punk bone up in the damn crowd and snuffing somebody. They ain't getting out of control. <laughs> I'm just – I'm just saying, you throwing stuff on people, and remember these these dudes. You know they don't catch you outside. You might be a different attitude, but I think they try to hold off because you're in their professional environment. But sometimes the it boils over, and you just you can't take stuff like that. And you know Philly fans, they do it. You know they they get kind of wild, and then talk about you know you have these parents there, you cursing at them, you doing this. Really? Yeah. If people locked up in their house too long, they finally get outside, and I I guess you know they forgot how to act and whatnot. But probably see it more in the NBA because the courtside seats you're you're so close and you have access, so you can hear everything that's being said. Football is almost impossible because the side, the distance between the sidelines and the stands are so far that it, you know, nobody hears them. You got the helmets on. And in baseball, now with the Nets up, but, you, you know, you can hear everything from the dugout. Mm-hmm. You look at the Astros and, you know, <laughs> fuck out too big. Uh, credit to the garden crowd for that. But, you know, being banned from an, an arena is one thing. I, I think they should be banned league-wide because oh, yeah, what's the difference between I can just boo you from – I can do this at another arena. I'm Yeah, I'm banned from MSG. Let me just go to Barclays and do the same thing over there. I mean, there has to be uh, – never mind the arena. Uh, I mean, it's a good start, mm-hmm. but they have to go a step further and maybe go league-wide or or, uh, or maybe across the entire sports spectrum because it, it could be a problem later on as crowds increase mm-hmm. uh, across every sport. Well, absolutely. I mean, you – you take them just like when you run on the field. <laughs> what happened? If you interrupt, you're it's just crazy. You know? it's just people got to get smarter. I mean, you go there to enjoy the game. There's a yell. It's your right to boo, cheer, yeah. do what you got to do, say what you want. 
except for fuck James Dolan. He he boots your <laughs> ass off. Um, but yeah, it, it gotta stop. These fans, just because you pay your money, that don't mean you can do whatever you want. It's it just no, no, no. You can't do anything. Some things you can do, but there's a line. Yeah, I would have done. I'm glad they took action on that quick and just got them out of here. Facts. So for game four, what adjustment would you like to see from the Knicks uh, in order to even up the series? Staying home. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, just don't, don't even try to switch up. Just try to stay home on your man. Get in their face. I mean, bump dude, like get Franken in a bump freaking Trey Young around or something because the dude getting there every time, any which way he wants, he's getting in the lane, and that's a problem. Clint Capella, I know you're strong. Knock him off the block. I mean, you know, RJ, take it to the rack a little bit more. Pull the Derrick Rose. Don't be scared to get in the rack. Don't just stand in the corner. Dude, you're athletic. You can get to the rack. Um, Reggie Bullock has to hit his open shots because there's been a bunch of open shots that he just he didn't hit. Um who else I want to see? Randall. <laughs> you, you, something got to happen. It's just 0 for 7 starting up the games. It's just killing us. He plays 75% of what he did during the season. We're up 3-0. They, they got to start him in the box, though. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. They got to start him in the box. box back him down. Because then, if you start double-teaming, then there you go. You got your, you got everything out there. But, yeah, get him down in the block. Get a mid-match. Um, just... Something, something's got to change. I mean, Thibodeau, you can't go yeah. with the same Gibson. I, I don't know. He, he's been actually – he's been playing well. But, you know, get – man, try to just – oh, damn, man, I'm just – I'm pissed. <laughs> but it's <laughs> like that game. It's just yeah. – but, yeah, we know we got to change. It's Randall, you got to get your head out your ass. RJ, you're young, I understand. But it's just – can't keep doing the same things and expecting, you know, different results. It's – not gonna happen, yeah. and yeah, that's pretty much it. Quickly, you know, try to get him in a little bit more, get him off screen. I, I see they don't run a lot of screens for the kid. Kid, one of your best shooters on the team, hit somebody with a screen, throw him up. I mean, yeah. if if Noel is your leading free throw shooter, that's yeah, that that's the problem. You know, mm-hmm. Rose has been outstanding. Uh, it, Randall ha- have really has to get to the line, really make himself known. Uh, I think they'll make the proper adjustments to, to move Randall's starting point, free throw line, move him down in the box, and then eventually go back to the top of the key where he's most comfortable. But it, it seems like Atlanta's defense is like two steps ahead of him. And th- th- that's a major problem. And, and starting roles on, on Trey Young play, playing that pick and roll defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, now now he's hitting 30 footers. He's doing whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. And like Chris Williams says, you know, Randall's inability to open up the defense is definitely killing us. It is. Yeah. They, they just know Randall doesn't. We go as Randall goes pretty much. And that's how it was during the season, but it's not working now. And once again, he, Chris, you know, thank you for your contributions. Noel played a gritty, gutsy game. Absolutely. You know he's playing hurt. You know he is. You know, Gibson's holding it down, but, you know, we need that inside presence. And Mitch will loom – I think he would loom really big right now. But, like I said, you got to go out there and play. Series is not over. 2-1. It's not an insurmountable lead. Go out there, play hard, and let's see. 
I thought this was going to be the best series anyway out of the first round because it's yeah. evenly matched. It can go either way. I think this is going to – I think the next do take the next game. I think it's going to be a win-loss, win-loss, win-loss kind of thing. That's how we get to six or seven. And But they know what they have to do. They, they absolutely do. And I want to see – I want to see the gutsy, gritty Knicks that we've seen all season. You know, don't get too down on it. You got here for a reason. Uh, let's see it. See what you got. You get punched in the mouth. See if you can get back up. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what you want to see. Great at the Knicks. And exactly what they've been showing all season. Um, another Eastern Conference matchup. Not really much grit shown or, or shown here. Down in Philly. Sixers <laughs> being all up on the Wizards, man. They're, they're showing why they've been number one seed. Uh, Westbrook rolling his ankle. Had popcorn thrown on him, unfortunately. But Tobias Harris, game one. Game two, Simmons and Embiid taking over. Uh, Sixers are, are, are rolling now. Beal is, is doing his best, and Baton is doing a disappearing act for, for Washington. Uh, I mean, there's not much here to, to, to discuss besides Philly's dominance. Well, what you got in the Sixers? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they just. <laughs> what is it to say? What what Westbrook Beal? That's all you got. And maybe had some more. But um it's pretty much lights out and lights out for the Washington. It was great. Great to see him in the playoffs. You know, knock knock on the door of the playoffs, you get in, see you later. Jazz, throw them out. Uh, but um yeah, it's pretty bad. It's we all knew what was gonna happen. Yeah, either sleep or going in five. That was pretty much it. And I think the sweep is coming. See you later, Washington. See you next year. Yeah, I, I thought Washington would, would win a game or two based on that backcourt. But if Westbrook's hurt, then they really, <laughs> then they're really done. Uh, Tobias Harris, I, I, you know, we've been hiring him all year. I, this is the playoffs. Usually mean that you know you see one or two players come up and and go to another level. Mm-hmm. And and I think in the Eastern Conference, we're seeing that with Tobias Harris. Yeah, but the difference between last year's Harris and this year's Harris is it, stark. Uh, Doc Rivers really deserves a lot of credit. Mm-hmm. You know, 37 points, game one, really showing that third option. This this team is almost impossible to play. And Tybo on the defensive end mm-hmm. really – Showing his worth. Um, this Philly team is really damn good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's they're complete. They're a pretty complete team when you really look at them. And you know, defenses you got to score, but defense is really the name of the game because you shut it, you shut them down, and you can you can win yourself some games. And that's what they did the whole season. And B, they went as he went. He's another guy. If he's playing, he's healthy. You know, they were going to win a bunch of games. Tobias Harris, Mellow Light, he'll light you. He can light you up at any time. And I think it's like you said, Doc Rivers trusted him that you know that he's gonna go out and get a bucket. He's not a bad defender at all. And Simmons, you know, the pressure's pretty much off. He gets to play his game. He doesn't worry about. You don't have to worry about him jumpers. All you gotta do is lock you down, get to the rim, hit his free throws at a high clip, and 76ers are good. Yeah. It, now. 
with this newfound success of Philly, we know the heartbreak they had in game seven with Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philly fans have been a bit wild as far as Westbrook is concerned because it's not the first time they, they went at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the picture, they got the fans going the middle fingers at him and all this nonsense. You know, uh, we discussed it a bit before with the fans as, as far as arenas are concerned. I think he's now banned in the in the arena regarding all events. So I, I think they also hold the Flyers games there too. And so in uh, the concerts, so he's banned from the arena for life. It, it's, it's a stupid ass move. Um, and, and Billy, you're, you're right. I, I don't think they now, I don't think they win a game at all considering Westbrook's now questionable for game three. Uh, yeah, Billy and four, they'll have another week off to take a look at this Knicks Hawk series. And as far as the Wizards are concerned, I, I wonder where they go in the offseason with Westbrook and Beal. Do they uh, really consider dealing him to, to max out their uh, – to restock their talent? Mm-hmm. Because the top the difference between the top of the East and where they are, I don't think they'll be able to win mm-hmm. – uh, in Beal's prime while, while he's there. So it's be, it'll be an interesting offseason. Yeah, I think they, they have to. They got to they gotta do what Houston did, but get better value. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think you do have to evaluate that and get Beal out of there because it's prime is here now. You know, he's going to want to win. Don't, don't waste any more of his career. Exactly. And Chris brings up a good point uh, regarding Tobias Harris. He needs him to step up in the Eastern Conference Finals for him to believe in it. So, uh, right. He's here for game one. I mean, uh, first series. We'll see if we can continue that process uh, like Jamal Murray or Donovan Mitchell did last year uh, in the playoffs. But yeah, six is firing, firing on all cylinders. They're, you know, they're, they're rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, another downer of a series, the Heat and the Bucks. You know, we, we had our man Jason on last week. Credit to him. Thanks for coming on. My man said Heat in five. You know, yeah, it could be Heat in five years because <laughs> – yeah, Jimmy it's, it's, and, and, and and those guys are this this Bucks team's a different animal. Yeah, they they are, and I don't think he believed in Drew Holiday, but man, he's been a factor. He's been a factor. Middleton's been putting it on. They lost Divincenzo, but and Giannis is playing like an MVP. He's playing like he wants it. Um, Brooke Lopez doing his thing. They're showing what this is the Milwaukee team you want to see. You knew they were going to dominate. This, they get into modes, they're hard to stop. And they're playing with a chip on their shoulder because they knew they should have been in the finals last year. They 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 knew it. They didn't. They didn't show up last year. You had the Duncan Robinsons of the world lighting you up. Tyler Hero became a household name a little bit. That's taking a step back. Uh, ben Matabayo is doing what he can. Jimmy Butler, of course, is doing Jimmy Butler things. But this is when everybody else has to step up. Kendrick Nunn's, you know, playing for that big contract. Which you'll probably get it, but. Is it what, 15 million a year? Yeah, about 15. 
and restricted free agency. Somebody give it to him. Um, don't you dare say it. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I thank you. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's Bucks. The Bucks might walk away with a sweep and move on because the Heat, they don't have anything necessary except for that first game. Uh, Nothing. Yeah, that that was a tough shot by Middleton. He was he was double team, and you know we've been high on Middleton for years. Tone White's a max contract guy, but the Heat just don't have the firepower. They're looking like they're making it seem as if the bubble was a fluke. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't think it was a fluke. No, it was just hot. Got yeah, hot. the the Heat was definitely hot. I, I think the scouting report is now out on Hero and Duncan Robinson. And the nuns, that's where that third star was needed. They needed to harden. They needed to feel. Oh, if anybody thought Oladipo was going to do it, you're out your mind. But <laughs> maybe Oladipo, you know, the worst kept secret staying in Miami, he, he goes in on a discount and they could trade for that third star they need. Like, like the Beal, it's going to cost them a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear talk to Kawhi, I don't. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, well, I'm gonna go where he wants. He's not gonna get traded. He's just gonna go where he wants. He wants to go. But the Bucks this year, you know, I thought Holiday was a perfect fit. You know, that two-way player. But you look at the other guys who's who's really stepping up. It's Bryn Forbes and yep. uh, Brook Lopez is showing uh, back in his Brooklyn days that he he actually can play on the inside, uh, really rim protecting. Mm-hmm. DJ Tucker and Bobby Portis. This bench and this it's like a different mindset for this Bucks team and they finally showing it as they made no doubt about game two and game three with mm-hmm. thirty point wins. I mean, you know, if if it plays out this Milwaukee Brooklyn series might be the best series in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh Maybe next to the finals. Uh, uh, if I were Brooklyn, the Milwaukee team is the one I'm probably most afraid of because of their defensive ability. Never mind Embiid, Giannis is a. Never mind the 15 seconds he takes with every free throw. <laughs> uh, this this Milwaukee team looks really, really scary. Mm-hmm. Especially with Giannis averaging 16 rebounds. Playoff, I believe he's leading the, everyone in the playoffs with 16 rebounds a game. You know, he's just doing it all, man. <laughs> can't, can't deny how good this team is, and excited to see how far they're going to go. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, you know, wearing black is Miami's funeral for them, so nice, nice knowing you. Jimmy Butler... He sounded upset. I think he was upset, you know, earlier in the year when he didn't get that third person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think they're going to really go hard after him this offseason and really reassess that roster mm-hmm. and knowing well, what's at stake here. Just once you get Jimmy upset, it, it's done to look like uh, Minnesota and Chicago all over again. And, mm-hmm. you know, nobody wants to replay all of that. Nah. You think they'll give up Hero now? <laughs> Mm-hmm. What's popping? I mean, <laughs> oh man. Good. Good morning to our good friend Johnny, uh, formerly of the, of the lab. I mean, if you check out his food, uh, 
Donnie Blaze Kitchen, you can catch it on IG, man. That that you got some amazing food going on over there. Uh, uh, good morning to him. And he gives us the news that uh, Mike Eaton passed away. That's, yeah, I just I just read that. That's crazy. Two-time that's defensive wild. player of the year. Yeah, notable notable for the big dunk. Oh, what's the? No, 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 no. Well, I'm sorry, but I know he's known defensive guy. Really good defensive player for the Jazz. Um, defensive player of the year twice. Solid. I believe he's a Hall of Famer. Um, seven, sure seven four, man. That, that's the size. Yeah. No one's just his family and Utah Jazz. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's a, always rough when one of a in a fraternity passes away. So, um, yeah, it's it, it's a rough go, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mark Eaton. Definitely. R.I.P. to him. And Johnny, no, I'm not mad at all. <laughs> <laughs> Hate to see the teams lose. I mean, it's rough. I mean, especially when – I don't mind – like, okay, I always mind the loss, but when you just playing all over the place and just playing dumb basketball, it just – it wears on you. But trust me, I ain't mad yet. Like I said, we're playing with house money, so I'm pulling the other side of the pillow. Oh, man. Just speaking of – other side, cool up in the other side of the pillow. Jason Tatum was at last night for the Celtics, dropping a 50 piece on Brooklyn. Uh, I wouldn't say they're back in the series, but they have a punch of chance now at 2 1. You know, I, I thought he would win them a game in the series. That's the game they win. Mm-hmm. It's still Brooklyn in five. <laughs> you know, KD dropped 41, Harden dropped 39, Kyrie was. Nowhere to be found when it's a crowd booed him last night. But, uh, you know, Brooklyn, in the first two games of the series, much was made about their defense mm-hmm. uh, during the year. They played outstanding defense in games one and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, game three was a, a bit lacking to me because KD is the best defender on the team. And, yes, he's guarding Durant, but this is where – you mentioned earlier as far as the switching defense and it's prevalent in the NBA, you know, just switching everything, you know, it's not even good screens, half-ass screens, uh, you know, just bad screens. They're just switching everything with no regard. Mm-hmm. When you have Blake Griffin on Jason Tatum out on the perimeter, it's barbecue chicken every time. <laughs> Absolutely, man. <laughs> that just, that's never gonna work. I don't know what the hell Nash is thinking. Like what? No, I can't even just. I can't even think of an excuse for that. <laughs> what, the, what are you doing? Don't you have Cabral? I mean, just what is up with these guys not using their best defenders to try to? That's the only really guy you gotta check. Like Kemba Walker. Okay, what is he gonna do by himself? Tatum is the guy you have to zero in on. Like he drops fifth, I'm like, no, get Cabral as your best guy defensively, really, on the team. And they're like, oh, whatever, I'm drop 50. But this is the game. Nets took a game off. I don't care what anybody said. Well, besides those two, it was like, whatever. Kyrie, let's say Kyrie took the day off. <laughs> I, 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 think, uh, yeah, I think the crowd kind of maybe got to him a bit because mm-hmm. he was missing a lot of layups. And, oh, yeah. Uh, his mid range shot was kind of, kind of off, but. Missing Jeff Green, I, I think, was huge. It mm-hmm. play, it allowed them to play Claxton more. And once Boston went into that uh, uh, that 
trap zone defense and they force class to make decisions, it, it showed that he like his offensive game needs a lot of work. Jeff mm-hmm. uh, Green, it allows you to play that switching one through five defensively and, and able to play Tatum much better. But uh, I think the switching defense is, is something that they have to really address. Mm-hmm as far as their ability to stay on their man and not switch so easily, you know, fight over the screens and, you know, playing under. Credit Marcus Smart, he's knocking down a lot of threes. Fournier played well last night. But uh, in the the grand scheme of things, I'm not too worried about Brooklyn because their defense was on point for games one and two. Uh, I still think they they win the series, but – it's just a, a, the switching defense in the NBA is uh, taking more pride in playing their man. That's why that's why I think Milwaukee and Philly kind of have the edge on them. But mm-hmm. you know, it's ISO gang in Brooklyn, and it's just gang. better. <laughs> that's the set that I read. <laughs> but um, yeah, with Kyrie, that's that's what usually happens. They take a game off and they're gonna smack you the next one. So I can I can clearly honestly I can see Brooklyn winning by fifteen to twenty in the next game. They don't they're a team that you can't think just because you get one game on them that they oh yeah, this might be our chance to get back it. Nah, buddy. They they all come back hard and they're gonna shove the leaf cover up your ass. But um just saying. Yeah, uh, you know, for all the time they missed, their offense still looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's just like I said, if it's the switching defense, anybody other than Durant playing Tatum, you're doing them a favor. You know, Blake Griffin and and you know, I like Bruce Brown. He's good, but you know, he's going to draw up fouls on on Tatum like you know tomorrow. You got Kyrie and Harden, who's just not going to give you. All the effort, every play. Durant has to stick to Tatum the entire time. It's just the ability to fight over screen. That's all it really is. And the length too. You know, it, it's big. Yeah, don't don't get me wrong. Tatum hit a lot of tough shots. That oh, yeah, step sure. back was, and he was cooking all day yesterday. But uh, credit to Boston, they showed some fight. They were down nineteen four yesterday and and really fought back. Um, yeah. I just want them to close out game four and get Boston out of here because now, <laughs> now they're going to 17,000 fans next game. And, you know, Kyrie was talking about subtle racism. And, mm-hmm. you know, Boston is known for that. Let's not, you know, get it twisted. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's for damn sure. Yeah, 17,000 fans, it, it's just more of an opportunity for uh, Boston to show their ass if, they, if they're ready to. So, uh, I, I just want to, Get this win, get out of here, and close them out. Look at Milwaukee. <laughs> yep, that, that's pretty much what you want to do. James Harden, I mean, he hit him with the cross, leaving dudes lost. I mean, <laughs> that's you know what that's about. But, yeah, Kyrie, just, you know, get your head in the game. It's playoff time. You know, play how we know you can play and just get out of there. Like, get your head, get your head straight, do what you want to do in the offseason. Because right now ain't the time to take days off. I'm sorry. Don't give games away. Yeah, I I, I agree there, man. Uh, look out west. One of these one of the more interesting series, the Suns and the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Suns up 2-1. Uh, 
You know, uh, we got Chris Paul in the playoffs. We got Chris Paul injury, unfortunately, man. Yo, the first game is just the pit. Boom, he goes down. Holding, I said, oh, my God. Here we go. Uh, dude has the worst luck in the playoffs, man. It's, it's, it's like a curse at this damn point. But he got posted in the group, and he had that look in his eye when he lost. Telling you about to go go to his other go to his other gun out the car and shoot everybody at the park, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Phoenix they still have a chance in this series. But LeBron had that look in his eye. We all seen it before. Like, listen, this is getting ridiculous. Like, if I got to do it myself, I'm gonna do it myself. But the Suns really, I don't know. They're too good of a team to play so bad. It's so it's irritating watching them because the Lakers really don't. Okay, they got AD and Braun. THC is not doing anything. KCP is, you got LeBron yelling at him, like, listen, I'll give you the ball and tell you to shoot. You need to shoot the ball. You know, he's scared to shoot. Has, what the hell is that? Kuzma, has he done anything in this series? Nope. Like, have you seen him? I mean, milk car and get him out. Um, I'm trying to think. Caruso, what's he doing? I mean, it's. Drummond played well for last game, but. Um, Marcus Lawson wanted to get some minutes. It's really the Suns' goal as Chris Paul's goes, and if he's not knocking down that mid-range shot, it, it really limits a lot what they can do. And with that shoulder injury, he, he looks limited on the floor. Yeah, it's so bad. His shots are like you can tell they're forced, and he's really like kind of pushing it instead of having that fluid motion. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty bad, man. I don't, yeah. And Booker, it, it looks like he, he's trying he, – he's trying to do what he can do, but yeah. it's like he's not doing enough for he's, what his star level should be. And we need a lot more than Jay Crowder. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Booker, he seems like he's trying to – he's trying to facilitate more and, like, make up for Paul not being able to – but you can't do that. you got to be able to play your game. Go off the screens. Booker, you're a shooter. Shooter, shoot. Just – Light him up. <laughs> we all know you can hit him, man. Just play your game. He's not. He's he's going away. He's going far away from his game. Mm -hmm. Just weird. And, and credit the Lakers. They're locking in on defense a, mm -hmm. a bit more. AD was disappeared game one, games two and three. He's been on point, and now LeBron is besides flopping everywhere and. Uh, and he had a nice reverse move on Jay Crowder. Mm -hmm. Now, we looked at game one, the, the uh, confrontation between Chris Paul and LeBron on the free throw line, and it led to uh, Harrell and Cameron Payne co coming in, getting, Payne getting ejected. Mm -hmm. you, you think that was a dirty play by Chris Paul? Or it was. Or was it flopping yeah, yeah. by LeBron? Oh, yeah, it was. Nah, you, you, he undercut him. They showed it a few times. Yeah, you can't do that. I know Chris Paul, he, he's sneaky like that. But that play, nah, that, that was pretty dirty. Like, dude, he dude's jumping in there. And you basically, oh, let's get under him. Like, yeah, that don't, come on, man. You're, you're a pro. I don't have time for that. It's, don't do that. He turned out his best friend. But, you know. <laughs> but animal don't mean shit in the playoffs. <laughs> Throw his ass over boy. <laughs> Yo, for real. Swim back. 
Oh man, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was pretty dirty, man. But Phoenix, they're still in it. I mean, still a good team. But Chris Paul, let's see what he does. But uh, you know, let's see if he can be useful. And yeah, it's great to be a leader on the floor. But if you can't do what you usually do and be that guy for your team that they need, I gotta might have to agree with you, man. They might be in trouble. Yeah. But- it's it seems like the narrative will never change on Paul, you know. You know, big moment, always hurt. This one, that one, and, and it's such a shame for such a, a first ballot Hall of Famer. But you know, it's just a luck of the draw sometimes, man. It's bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other night, at, when the Lakers won, Booker pushes uh, Schroeder in the air, got a flagrant one. Uh, one. Do you think that was a dirty play from Booker? That in frustration. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's just this, man. But, um, yeah, I mean, you knew it was coming. They've been throwing those out. I mean, you really can't do too much because they will flag you for that kind of thing. It, it's 50-50 for me. I mean, you look at that and they kick and do the nuts. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, I think that was more frustration, but you do things out of frustration. If it looks, you know, more on the malice side, yeah, you're going to have to call that. But you can't can't get out of your thoughts. You can't mm-hmm. play dumb, and you can't get out of pocket because these refs will find any kind of reason, especially when you play in a team like the Lakers. I'm not saying the refs are in their pockets, but, you know, certain teams get certain calls. It's just how it goes. That's the way of the league. And Booker got out of pocket on that play. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's what Chris Paul was saying because you know, Scott Foster has been the ref for 11 of his the last 11 games. And, it, you know, he's starting to say that it should be investigated. But, I mean, I think it's a reach by Chris Paul, but yeah. there, there might be some validity to it if, I mean, if the numbers show it. He, I, th- I think he's just trying to work the refs in his neck for this series because it's not like a tall order for the Suns that Paul was injured and Booker is not playing up to standard. So, you know, they start trying to put the focus on the refs instead of their actual play. Mm-hmm. You can't blame the refs all the time. That's... Yeah, yeah. who's who, who you have taking this series? I'm going to stick with the Suns and six. If they can do it, that surprised me if the Lakers won. Not really. It's like going with the underdog here. Mm-hmm. But that was before Chris Paul got hurt. Now I'm kind of like, eh, it might be Lakers and six, the way the momentum swung. And when the Lakers get momentum, <laughs> they're hard to stop. And uh, I think I'm going to go Lakers because I don't know if Chris Paul is going to bounce back. So I'm going to go Lakers and six. I'm going to have to Fall back on that. Yeah, with Chris Paul going, like, getting hurt like that and not being able to hit his shots, yeah, it might be Lakers in six. Now you, you hopping off the boat then? I, now with, with Chris Paul getting hurt, man, what the hell are you going to rely on? Cameron Payne? What the hell? Come on, man. <laughs> Shit, banana split. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, definitely, if he's healthy, different story. But, yeah, they, they just look defeated, man. That second game, it was. It took their damn heart. 
they damn sure did. And and if Drummond is actually playing with purpose, oh, and they, then they really had no chance. Yeah, it's done. You learn it from Braun and the damn sidelines. <laughs> over there. Pulling the old lean back pose. Yeah. All right, Drummond. Yeah. Uh, the Clips and the Mavs. Uh, Clips really uh, showed some fight last night, winning game three. Finally put Pat Bev on the bench because he would get bullied by Luca. <laughs> you big bully. Yeah, too small, homie. Too small. <laughs> but uh Mav's still up two one. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I think game four is on Sunday. Uh Kawhi and Paul George played well. Kawhi they really played well all series. Really looking for some help. Serge Ibaka is, you know, missed game three. They, they need him in the fold in order to win the series. But the fact they stopped playing Beverly, went more Jackson and Rondo, mm-hmm. really shows you where they are as a team. Uh, you know, Ty Wu making the adjustments. And KP just totally disappeared. Didn't find his own strip clubs. If, <laughs> you know, been deciding – you know, just put up eight points, three rebounds last night. I, I think Lucas hurt his shoulder too. Mm-hmm. Um, may, maybe game three is what the Clippers needed for that mental toughness mm-hmm. and get themselves right. right. Do you see the Mavs in trouble uh, for game yeah. four in the series? Absolutely, because KP, uh, yeah, you can't be dropping. You can't be the star guy. Well, one of the star guys dropping eight and three, and you. You need to get on your duty and stop thinking about the booty. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, Luca, you know, he's gonna he's gonna play. He he plays his ass off every game. That's the one thing I always like about Luca. He's he's competitive. He plays with heart. You know, and Tim Hardaway, man, <laughs> let's give it up for him. The dude's been efficient. Six to ten from three, shooting over sixty percent from twos. Most of his points coming off from well, it's coming off from assists. And he's getting open shots. Like, the dude's like four feet away from him. So he's like, oh, yeah, you want to leave me this much room? Average 24 points a game. So you're getting it there. But KP steps it up just a little bit. Give him that 20-point that twenty point effort, that 20 and 10 effort. Everybody knows you have the skill to do this. Clippers are done. But since now you let him back in the series, it's going to be a problem. you got to hope to God that Luke is not, you know, hurt, hurt, hurt. And but I still think Clippers and I'm gonna go Clippers and seven though. Just feel like Dallas is not gonna be able to hold it. Yeah, this is where that Luca KP connection really gets tested. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right about Hardaway. He's been really uh, uh, awesome this series. As a matter of fact, he's been really good all year. Oh yes, oh yeah. Uh, he's looking for a contract extension himself, and you know he. Got paid by the Knicks before. I, I think he's getting another payday uh, in his future. Good fit for that team. I think he's, I still think he's a six-man, a spot starter. But he, he shoots in volume. He's, he's gotten better. I, I like what Hardaway can bring. But you're right, KP, he, he can't be milk carton. He yeah. out here looking for the booty, like you say. <laughs> um, you, you just need more from him and it, 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 I mean it's not too much to ask but Kawhi and, and PG really 
really showing their uh, mental fortitude and all the talk of, you know, Kawhi leaving, PG, is, is he stuck there? Do you see any validity to Kawhi ever leave, leaving the Clippers? If they lose the series, they, he absolutely will leave. I you think mean, so? Yeah, I think he would. I mean, listen, if you get bounced twice earlier than what you expected and the team's not working, well, all this, you know it's something there. You're just like, eh, should I really do it? As a Knicks fan, I want to see Kawhi because I think you, you slot him in our lineup will look a lot, a lot better. But, yeah, they lose this series. They win it. I can see Kawhi, you know, okay, really thinking about it. But they lose this series. They do as good as going. But, yeah, PG's not helping with his, especially shooting deep. Dude is like three for 15. Nicholas Batum is shooting better than him at 50%. And, man, you just – PG, yeah, he had one good game, but you're going to need to step up because Kawhi is just like, listen, I ain't come here. You got to think of it, though. When Kawhi was looking out in the Toronto crowd, you think he said, shit, I'm going to L.A. and expected this. <laughs> I mean, you got to – oh, man, but, yeah, he's, you're not making – you're making an easy decision for Kawhi to step if, you, uh, you know, they lose this series. But I think Clippers in seven, though. And I, I think this is where the Clippers kind of screwed up around mm-hmm. the trade deadline. I mean, granted, they don't have the draft pick to really give away. Rondo, I thought, was a consolation prize. They, they needed Lowry in there. Pat Bev is done, man. It, he serves no purpose other than a mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. You know, he's getting worked by Luka, got benched game three. You know, can't shoot. <laughs> Reggie Jackson took his spot. Uh-huh. It's a lot of decisions for the Clippers. I still think Kawhi stays. Hmm. You know, I thought he should have stayed in Toronto, personally, but I, I can, I can see why he went home. So that shit don't work out, man. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I still think even if they lose, Kawhi stays. I, I, I think he has too much invested in, in this. Nobody, what's the narrative going to be? Oh, I left San Antonio. You know. Now I leave Toronto. Oh, things got tough. I'm I'm out of LA too. I'm, I want another situation. I don't. I don't see that happening. Shit, Braun did it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just with the Cleveland. Oh, this, I ain't getting enough help. He, oh, we got you some help. Uh, that was like college for me. Let me go back. I'm going back home to win a championship. I got my championship for Cleveland again. I'm going to LA. I'm going to finish my career off in LA. Well, and then he'll, I swear to God, if he ends up in New York, I'm, I'm have a fit. I just, I just have that, that lingering feeling in the back of my mind that, oh, you know what? I always want to play 80, you know, 47, 41 games at the Garden, so why not now while I'm 41 years old? Yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Kawhi, and LeBron did it. Kawhi wouldn't put it past him. He seems like a, you know, calm kind of guy, but we'll see. Right, we will see. But it's going to be one to watch, though. Yeah, definitely. The Portland Trailblazers, Denver Nuggets. Denver up 2-1. Joker showing why he's MVP. Mm-hmm. You know, Lillard's a one-man show. He needs yep. some help. Nurkic isn't helping him. Canner isn't helping him. 
McCollum has been, you know, eh. <laughs> Mello, I think Mello playing Bello McCollum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's showing some vintage moves. Definitely lost a step, but oh, yeah. it, 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 he extended his range well. Denver is getting contributions from guys like Austin Rivers and Jermichael Green and uh, Marcus Howard, you know, reading score around college last year. What can Portland do to kind of right the ship here? Ray! CJ, what you can do is CJ McCollum actually start playing some damn ball and Nurkic just, I don't know what happened. What are you playing against? I know you and you always had like a kind of probably a problem with Jokic because he was the one that they picked over you. Well, they made the right decision. Then now you making this, you making it just like damn. We we did the right thing. We got rid of his ass and look at us. We got an MVP now. But yeah, it, it runs with McCollum. No, they can't. Dave, we'll see you in New York. But um. <laughs> But yeah, it's just looking bad right now. It's it's nothing really can do except for McCollum. McCollum's really the guy that that backcourt. You know, it's always CJ and Dame, not Dame, 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 Dame. He has to get it going. He has to get it going. I mean, is Cannon doing anything? I mean, I uh, besides, besides getting work, no. Uh, p- pissing people off and getting work, no. So. And you're not seeing anything from anybody else. And 37, shout out to Mello, happy birthday. 37-year-old Mello, you know, doing better than your second-best player. You know, you know, I won in a series like that. And Denver, they're down. And so, if anything, this is the time to do it. If you want to steal a series, this is going to be the one. Because whoever the hell you face next, is you think it's going to be a cakewalk? I mean, oh, you're going to get – you might get worked. You're going to get worked by the next team if you start playing like this. But Denver, you know, they're still – it just sucks. It, every time I talk about this, it just bothers me that Jamal Murray went down because I really think they had a really good shot like anybody else to go to the finals. Mm-hmm. This could have been the year to do it. Um, but we'll see. But Portland, I, I think they're in they're in trouble. And it's a major duty. Yeah. And they made the move for Powell. They had Anthony Simons coming off the bench. You know, Norman Powell was uh, destined to be that third guy, that defensive, that 3 and D guy that's supposed to take that next level up. Uh, but they're not really getting much of any consistency from uh, the bench or their supporting cast. Lillard made the uh, – never really made any proclamations as far as getting help or needing help, but it looks like you can see it on his face. Portland goes through stretches where they where they don't score and they get hot and little carries the team by himself. If Portland goes down in this series, do you think he requests a trade? Uh, I Dame's such a loyal guy. I I'm having a hard time seeing that, but it's just so much you can take. The dude's a winner, man. <laughs> He's not gonna want to go through two or three more years out of his prime to try to carry his team on his back. So, you know, they got to do some soul searching. I just – I don't think anybody really wanna, wants to come to Portland. It's, it won't be anybody 
in their prime saying, oh, shit, I want to go to Portland. He's going to have to go somewhere else if he wants to help. Now, it's going to go to whoever is going to ante up to get him because we all know his freaking price, the way he's playing now. I think he's the one of the only players to average 30 and 5 in three straight playoff games. He'll probably make it four today or tonight. Is it today or tonight? Uh, it's later on today. Later on okay, today. so, yeah, if he does it again, the price keeps going up, and it's almost a guy can take. You know, you just can't keep losing and losing and losing and be okay with that situation. I know he's a loyal guy, but. Yeah, perennial MVP candidate. You think the Knicks make a run at him? At this point, the what I saw last night, yeah, <laughs> do it. <laughs> I mean, Figure out what – I mean, if you're going to keep Randall, you got, you're going to have to give up Obi, which I really don't want to see. But the way Randall played in the season, Obi's going to get like 15 minutes a game, especially in a Tibbs run team. So there's no need to keep him there. Next year I'll probably get castrated by that. But you just can't – you can't keep a guy like that around and not let him reach – he's already – he was an older, you know, college guy coming out. You know, you got to let him go somewhere where he's going to get 20, 25 minutes and let him ball out. So the picks are there. I wouldn't give – I it's a stopping point. So when I say picks, maybe two, three is really pushing it. And then OB, I don't know what the hell Knox going to get anything in a damn – he's hardly in the rotation. I don't know what that he's a throw in. Yeah. But they're going to have to figure around around the picks. But you, you got to get on the phone. It's, it's a call I would make. See what they want. If it's too much, hang up the phone, whatever. Go out to somebody else. But I, I'll make a call on him. But I like Dean as well. I'm praising the guys came in the league. So why, why not? We'll, we'll, we'll put that out there. Uh, I'm not giving out Dame time, Dame time to, to New York. That we'll start that hashtag. You know what time it is. <laughs> uh, you have a series of Jazz and the Grizzlies. Grizzlies really showing some fight. You grit and grind, John Morant. We've talked about uh, Tobias Harris selling the Eastern Conference as that player to take the next level. John Morant is the guy in the Western Conference who's taking that next level up. 47 points in the loss, but, you know, Donovan Mitchell missing game one, came in game two, proved to be the difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donovan tried to bring him back in game one, but uh, fell a bit short. Uh, Jazz put up a buck thirty-eight, showing why they're be worthy number one seed. Uh, Gobert with his defensive presence. Uh, Dylan Brooks has played well. I, I think the Grizzlies need more from their bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darren Jackson's really struggling. Uh, the Grayson Allen's he doing Grayson Allen things. <laughs> Nothing. No, nah, yeah, no. Nah. Ain't Duke anymore, kid. Yeah. <laughs> you, you ain't the top dog. <laughs> you you got to make your way, man. Um, uh, where do you see the Jazz coming in? Uh, as far as this series, do you think they're, they're finally on the right track with all their pieces? Absolutely. Once Donovan Mitchell came back and he played like that, okay, you, you know Memphis is going to be in trouble. They're going to they're gonna fight. John Moran's going to play his heart out. You know, Dylan Brooks, he, he has guys that can, you know, go to war with him. But this Jazz team is going to be proved too strong. 
I mean, they got the game with Mitchell not playing. That was great. But, yeah, he's – dude, Ja is dropping 47. You losing? It's not looking good for you. They just – yeah, once the Jazz turn it up, especially when Inglis and Bog, he does it. You know, Gobert, you know what you're going to get from him. Clarkson, once they start turning it up on you, dropping a buck 38, that was just a prelude. Now you're going to get the main show. <laughs> Memphis is in for a freaking war. I mean, they're going to – the Jazz, once they start getting the ass, it's hard to stop. It really is. Yeah. Uh, as they've proven during the regular season, winners of uh, 17 straight. So it, this team is real. I, I like their chances coming out the West. But, you know, credit to the Grizzlies. I, I think Jaws finally taken that step towards superstardom as self-proclaimed top five-point guard in the league. Um, you know, maybe this is that stepping stone uh, towards that next level for the Grizzlies. But the, the, the flag he's taken out in Utah uh, from the fans, you know, the racist remarks and whatnot, this isn't the first time we've heard this nonsense from Utah fans. Uh, you know, you heard it from Mitchell. You heard it from Westbrook. You know, maybe Utah lacks color. I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I it, mean, it's Utah. It, it it is. You know, they it, try to poison Michael Jordan. I mean, they did poison Michael Jordan. I'm I'm just saying. It, <laughs> I mean, that you kind of tie into that again. Y'all yeah, take it to another level. But what <laughs> Just, can it be that bad? Me per- personally, if you if I gotta go through all that during my plane, hell no. I'll make you suffer the fuck out of there. <laughs> you can have your damn old vanilla tea. Uh, anyway. I mean, Stockton was a point guard for what twenty years? Yeah, they yeah, I mean ain't nobody beating him. Ain't no. nobody gonna be above him ever. Great white hope. John Stockton. But yeah, that's you got to expect it in certain towns like that, the Boston's and then the Utah's and where, you know, Boston's pretty diverse for the most part, but still, you want to get those fans that's been in there that have been taking a hold of for like 20, 30 years and they don't give a shit. But, yeah, Utah wouldn't be on my, you know, top places of destinations to go and play. Absolutely. No, no and, and, and that's funny because Mitchell has that max deal if these fans are going around, you know, spewing racial nonsense, and we heard it from players in Boston like Marcus Smart and uh, mm-hmm. Tristan Thompson, you know, why would Mitchell want to stay around for, for the same nonsense? It's It just leads to another dynamic, but, you know, I don't, I don't think fans really think about, you know, if you cheer for players that are in their home – uh, play for their hometown, mm-hmm. but you know it, it's another level personally to where you know what it's it's just about sports and it's one thing. It's, it's just weird. It, it's it's sad to see, mm-hmm. and, and these guys are are human first, yep. uh, ball players second. It's at some point to a man. You got to look at where you are and, and, and ask how much can you take. Mm-hmm. 
and I, 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 I hope that you should, I hope in the future that these fans can hold themselves accountable and you know stop all that nonsense because it, you know it's just not right. Nope, nope, nope. Except with Cleveland, you know what they probably called the Brown when he finally left, but when he came, oh yeah, bro. Yeah, I mean, just like Dang Gilbert, he disrespect straight disrespected dude. I was sure when he came, bro, bro. I mean, no, no. I mean, you disrespect me once. Now, next time I come to Utah, I'm just gonna kill you. I'm just going 50 every time. I'm gonna laugh. See y'all later. Yeah. <laughs> just give me deuces as I'm walking out the tunnel. Walking back into the tunnel, but you know, hopefully Mitchell, hopefully gets out of there. You know, after this contract, like fans like that don't deserve good players. You can take your call balloons. Yeah, uh, never, never guy. You hope you seen a Nick uniform? Who Mitchell? Yeah. Well, you should have been in a Nick uniform in the beginning. Like you know, you know how that went. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> oh, he wasn't. Oh, he wasn't doing. It. He was decent enough in college to pick him over Frank. I'll tell you that much. But, you know, thanks, Phil. Appreciate it. <laughs> Another one that you effed up for us. Oh, man. Must be nice. Uh, check, smoke weed in Montana and chill out. Yeah, speaking of disrespect, you know, we know of Call Me Brown beef and his list. Stephen A. Smith came in last week at a nine-minute video with a minute low light Kwame Brown really really disrespecting his game and he didn't take it per didn't go personal like uh Stephen X Kwame Brown did. I mean what you would you make of Stephen A's response to Kwame? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was kinda perfect. He he didn't he was gonna hurt him by showing his place. I mean we we all know yeah, we get it. Oh, he was the best player in high school, blah, blah, blah. But when you got to the league, you just – 12 years. There's a lot of players that really weren't that great that just made it. They were decent enough to stay on the team. Or they needed size. His Luckily, he was he had size. But just dropping the ball, doing that. His IQ was – like, even hearing him talk, let's, let's, let's be honest. It's not the sharpest tool in the shed. And, that, and I think I've seen enough of Kwame Brown, you know, back then. Wasn't the smartest play on the court, and Stephen A. Smith basically did what any journalist or somebody in his position does. Oh, roll that tape. Let's see. Go find those Kwame Brown blue lights. Got him. All right, thanks. Bring it on his show. Now we know what it's about. But Stephen A. Smith, he handled it perfectly, though. He had to get disrespectful, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it. I, I come on a week later. I, I I thought it was a pretty good response. It was funny. Mm-hmm. He had one minute of long legs. He said he had fifteen more, which <laughs> I I don't doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, will Kwame respond? Who knows? <laughs> Probably. I'm, but honestly, I I hope for Kwame's sake, mm-hmm. he he finds something at peace with himself because yeah, these past two weeks is. He's really like gone off. I I think it was you know it was funny at first, but now I'm I'm honestly starting to be concerned. Yeah, because he's like you're just like, dude, like that's bringing back bad memories for that guy. Things like that cut you off, man. But 
But sometimes you just got to be strong-willed, man. You, you got to be – listen, you've been taking it for this long. I mean, you've been the ass of every joke, and we, we all know it, it sucks that your NBA career didn't go as well as you wanted it to be. But, hey, look back on me. Like he said, you lasted 12 years in the damn NBA, man. Not a lot of people, people can actually say that. You can fall back on that, you know. I don't think he's bankrupt. I mean, no. I mean, hey, be happy. You still got money in your pocket. You still could do a lot of things people can't. Just be happy. Whatever. I'm a bus. Okay, I still got money, huh? I still did it. I still did what a lot of people thought I was going to, you know, flame out in the league. You can't say you flamed out in 12 years. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. Hopefully he doesn't do anything crazy. But. Yeah, I, I hope so, too. I, I just hope he finds a platform besides his YouTube videos and, and, and IG lives and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I hope he finds a national platform. Someone willing to, to, to go on, let him tell his story, and bury the hatchet with everyone because I, I think now it's starting to get a little, little, little too much. Cause it is, I think it may lead down a road to where you can't save him from himself. And mm-hmm. someone has to come in like, you know what, Kwame, you know, I, that's it, man. We tell your side, let's bury this. Maybe Stephen A., I don't know. I, I, I don't think he's going on with Matt and, and Stephen Jackson because I think that's a, whole, that's a bridge too far burned. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I do think, you know, it goes on TV or, you know, some third party, an arbitrator or whatever, you know, moderator, I mean, and uh, tell his side and let it go because I think it's a lot of pent-up anger that he, he had to let out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, just get your platform, like you said. I'm stepping Um <laughs> No, but yeah, you just, just go say your piece and just move on, man. It's nothing. Of course, people are going to joke about you. Look at Derek Fisher. You don't see him going off. Listen, we all know what happened with that. Matt Barnes, you all know that situation. You don't see them going off acting all crazy and blah, blah, blah. What they do. Fisher's a coach on the team, and Matt Barnes got his own podcast with um, Stephen, Ed, Stephen Jackson. Excuse me. And all the smoke. You want to bring it all out there? There you go. Got a platform. Get it all out there. Yeah. I don't want them in the same room, though, Joe. No, no. No, that, that, no, that ain't going to work. <laughs> nah, it's just... That ain't going to work. Freaking uh, video only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Derek Fisher got his own problems out in L.A. He's running that team into the ground. But, um... That's not familiar. <laughs> uh, NBA, maybe looking into a mid-season tournament, kind of like the WNBA with the Commissioner's Cup. Mm-hmm. I don't like uh, yeah, I, I don't think the midseason tournament. They already got the All Star game that hardly anybody wants to participate in. It, I, the playing tournament adds enough spice to the regular season. Mm-hmm. I, I think the midseason tournament it, it's taking too long for them to have this. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah WMA can do it because it's shorter. It's way shorter. Mm-hmm. So it, it's cool, and plus it brings more could bring more revenue to them and more interest in it. Yeah, but the NBA no, don't even go down that avenue. Yeah. Do something fun to fund the WNBA. Do something like that. You know, let them, you know, help them out getting 
sponsor more sponsors, stuff like that. Do it that way. Just don't don't do it on your own. We don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah, I have seen that Chris Paul uh, Sabrina State Farm commercial. I like yeah, it. it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's cool. And, and I know we mi- we missed it uh, last week. Sabrina with the triple double and Liberty really playing well. They're four and one. I think they're playing Atlanta today. So yep. um, they they really off to a strong start. Mm-hmm. I don't know Natasha Howard after four weeks. Yeah, she went down. That kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, it's rough, man. But the, the league is all that league, uh, WNBA in the whole, they're really uh, suffering some major injuries themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Candace yeah, Parker out with ankle injury, Quigley's out, mm-hmm. Tarasi's out. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're really going through it, but uh, they're, they're making it strong in their 25th year. Connecticut's out six and one start, John Quote Jones. Uh, 2010-5 average on the season, so um, they're, they're moving along, but I, I like where the Liberty's going. Uh, yeah. Hmm? Um, you, you, you see the play-in tournament uh, here to stay. Uh, I know they're really strongly considering it make it permanent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no problem with it. Honestly, it just, it does make, it gives it another dynamic. And it brings rate. I think that helps ratings. You really think about it because it's games you really have to pay attention to because you're like, oh, okay. And teams are going to be invested in it. Like, damn, I don't want to get this spot. And team is an extra initiative for other teams to play hard and get those get into that top six. Mm-hmm. So you're not battling and have to play, you know, three or four extra games just to get into the actual playoffs. So it does make it interesting, especially if you're close. Like a lot of teams are, yeah, it makes it fun. I hope it's here to stay, honestly. Yeah, me too. Um, I I know they might tweak it a bit, but I I, yeah. I also hope it's here to stay. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Well, they tweak it as long as it's the right thing. Yeah, go. Facts. And uh, J. Cole, um, his basketball uh, over in Africa is done. I think grand total of five points, uh, three boys, and maybe five assists. Uh, he's leaving because of family reasons. He did hand out sneakers before he left. But uh, just goes to show that, you know, professional game, even semi-pro, isn't easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but shout out to J. Cole for trying. Uh, he brought some publicity over to the international game. And, uh, again, that, that album was pretty good, man. And, you know, credit him for trying, man. Take like a family emergency or something. That, you had to go, so. Yeah. I mean, so you done, did have a lot of people won't dare to do at his age, man. Props to him, man. He took care of business on his, on his actual career. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he damn sure did, man. Um, it, it, was, it was cool to see. Um, did a lot of things people dream of, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can't knock him for that. Nope. I, mean, I can knock him for the bricks, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Three, 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 three. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think, you know, we're about good here. Uh, I know it's Memorial Day weekend. Uh, the Total Basis podcast is taking a uh, bit of a hiatus. They're coming back next week. If you're looking for your fantasy baseball uh, needs, pick up some guys. Well, 
quarter, you know, third of the way into the season. Um, you know, a lot of rainouts, a lot of doubleheaders. You got your pitchers. You, know, you look to look up prospects coming in. Uh, Sean and Felipe doing an excellent job mm-hmm. uh, projecting those guys and and keeping you afloat. Uh, the players to pick up. Uh, I know Mon- Memorial Day is Monday, so at Butts, Vince and Henry will be on this Wednesday with Donk City as the Yankees lose the Tigers last night. <laughs> so they'll be yeah. over that. Yeah. Yeah, we get, get to hear Vince go off on uh, Boone's bullpen madness. <laughs> that's, that's, always, yeah, that's, all, that's always good to listen to. The uh, Audible be back uh, next t- Tuesday as they're in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, my line's looking good. Uh, Jets, Zach Wilson getting the crash course in reality in uh, New York. <laughs> Driving yeah. cutting him off, so <laughs> just, just play your ass off when you get on that field. That's all I care about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Maybe past episode they took a look at the future free agents coming up and their projected uh contracts and destinations. So that's always a good listen there. And Thursday we have the work shoot wrestling podcast. I think SummerSlam is now moved to Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Whatever they whatever they do now is mind-boggling, but they're getting live crowds back, so hopefully that'll, that'll put some juice into what their product is. Cause, oof. yeah, it's god awful. <laughs> I'm just uh, thank God for memories. Yeah, yeah. Above, I think I New Japan coming in now. No, I think that's a well. So in the group, most people are hoping that doesn't happen, but. Just because they say it's not going to happen now. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not actually going to happen. We don't know what goes on, you know, in the background. And whenever money, if money's going to be made, people are going to do it. Just always remember that. But, yeah, they were in talks with, you know, New Japan. And I want to see where that goes. Like, will WWE will ruin it? Listen, just, just let them do it. Ain't nothing's going to be ruined. If anything, WWE's going to look stupid if they screw it up. But... Yeah. We'll see what happens. It'll be real interesting. So, you know, those guys, those guys do a really great job at breaking things down on each promotion. And, you know, a great listen. Definitely give them out. Shout out to Corey and Jason and all the other guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, zombie apocalypse. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. that was <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what the fuck they were doing on that one? That, that made me shut it off right then. And, then. and I went back when it was done. Quick. <laughs> yep. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you can catch all our podcasts. Subscribe to the Life Group Podcast Network on YouTube or Anchor, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or Apple, however you receive your podcast. And, uh, you know, we'll be catching more of this playoff action continuing today and all through next week. And, you know, if your team's in it, you know, good luck to them, unless you're Boston. So... Um, it's been it's been a good week, man. Uh, any parting words for the audience, bro? Uh, you know, same deal. Just thank you, everybody, for all the life groups, especially in our basketball life. I almost call it Boulder's life. But uh, <laughs> thank you guys for all your contributions. We always appreciate it. 
Um, we're going to try to keep bringing you this content whenever we can. Hopefully we get some more guys on here to come on and shoot the stuff with us. Um, and we appreciate all the support, as usual. Facts. You know, always good stuff, bro. And, uh, you know, until next time, everybody, fall out.